Rabakasia la bracatela gabragada da gabaya, Esapale kebrokosibala gabragada da gabaya, O Rabakasia la bababaya. Father, we thank you. We've come, O oh God, to the presence of God, where the spirit of just men made perfect is. We've come before the blood of the Lamb. We've come before the Son. We've come before the general assembly of heaven. We've come to the mountain, a kabah that does not burn with condemnation, but bombs with grace and mercy. We've come to Mount Zion, the hill of the Lord. We've come, O oh God, to the place where the weak are made stronger. We've come to the place where the blind receive sight. We've come to the place so God, uh, where the confused receive counsel, we've come to the place uh, where light evades darkness. Um, we come to the place, oh God, um, where we trade our weakness for your strength, uh, where we give our ignorance for your knowledge. We've come to the place um, where we receive the wisdom that comes from God. Um, we go into the wisdom before time began. Um, we enter into eternity. We move from this realm and we ascend the hill of the Lord. Um, we've come to the place, oh God, um, where we receive counsel we receive understanding we receive intimacy we receive friendship we receive love we receive affirmation we receive we receive communion with the Holy Spirit we come to the place where we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ where we know the love of God but Lord we know we also know the fellowship of the Holy Spirit in this place wherever you are I want you to know that you have entered into an encounter. You have come to a mountain of encounter. You have come to a mountain of encounter. You have come to the hills of Zion. The Bible says that as many of them that appeared in Zion, they go from strength to strength. You have come to a place where strength is dispersed. You have come to a place where strength is released. He said that you come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. You've come to the throne where mercy and grace is dispensed. Ekabaya kose, righteousness, mercy, and justice. Ekapale are dispensed in this throne. You have come to the place where we walk strong in spirit. The grace of God falls upon us and we are filled with the spirit of wisdom. You've come to the place where we meet with the king, where we meet with the father, where we meet with the master. It's just you and him. 
it's just you and him. Wherever you are, I want you to isolate yourself. Psalm 91 verse 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I want you to find the secret place of the Most High right now. I want you to seek the secret place of the Most High right now and find it. Ekabalem. The psalmist said, I will come into your courts in the multitude of your mercy and in fear of you I will worship you. Psalm 65 said, Blessed is the man that you have chosen and caused that he may approach you, that he may come and cause to approach you that he may dwell in your court he said we shall eat we shall be satisfied of the goodness of thy house even of thy temple so we thank you O god for the privilege to ascend the holy hill of zion we thank you O lord for the privilege to be in your house we thank you O god for the privilege to stand before you and be called your own we thank you O god for the privilege of god to have the life of god living inside of us for the intimacy of the holy spirit the promise of the father the promise of the Father, not just upon us, but in us and amongst us. Not just upon us, but in us and among us. Not just upon us, but in us and among us. The promise of the Father. Pray the Holy Ghost. John said, I prepare the way for the one that baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire. This is not a fire of condemnation, but a fire of purifying a capella a fire of revival a fire of transformation a cabalam isaiah i think it was jeremiah isaiah that said i believe it's jeremiah that said that his word was like a fire shut up in my bones are you praying <laughs> i like you to know that the prayers you're making they don't decay they don't expire but you can send them into your future you can get ahead of satan can get ahead of Satan. Can we be that generation that chooses to go ahead of Satan? Or will you wait for affliction before you begin to pray? Will you wait for pain before you begin to call on the name of Yahweh? Would you wait? Or will you pray? <laughs> spirit pray. Spirit pray. Tell your spirit to pray. Tell your saints to pray. David said, Why are you cast down, oh my soul? I hope you came with your hunger. Jesus. 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 I see fire in your eyes. <laughs> he eyes, his eyes burns with fire. Revelation says his eyes burns with fire. Feet like bronze. <laughs> Garment like snow. White. There's no whiteness that is whiter than it. But his eyes burns with fire. Can you look into the eyes of the one whose eyes burns with fire? they looked to him and their faces were lightened and they were not ashamed oh that the countenance of your face will shine upon us 
Jesus. Jesus. Press, press, press. Press, press. There's no, we're not in a hurry. We're not in a hurry. Look into the world whose eyes burns like fire. That is what the word of God says about him. The Bible says that Jesus prayed. The fashion of his countenance was changed and his garment became white and glistering. He was ascending into his eternal view, in, into his eternal, his, his eternal nature. <laughs> he was so sunk into the supernatural that his nature in the spirit realm began to, began to permeate in the physical. My God. Don't wait for your neighbor. Don't wait for your neighbor. Don't wait. Don't wait. Wherever you are, don't wait for your for the people in your house. Enter. 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 Find Jesus. Find Jesus. Oh Rabaka Sila Brabababaya. Oh Ragadadagaba Sika Laga Brigade de Gibosa. Oh Rabaka Sila Brabababaya. Oh Rabaka Sukala Gabragadagabayam. Oh Rabaka Sika Barababaya. Oh Rabagadagabayam. Oh Rabagadagabaya. Oh Seka Bracatela Bababaya. Oh Ragadagabaya. He said to Abraham, Leave thy father's house, leave thy mother, and go to the city I will show you. Ale Kabaya, I want us to travel back to Eden this afternoon. Eden is an atmosphere. It's not just a location. I want you to pray until you find yourself in that atmosphere. Eden is an atmosphere. It's not just a location. Oh, Rabaka Sila Baba Baba. Eden is an atmosphere. Travel back to Eden. Back to Eden. Pray, 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 pray. Don't wait for my tongues to pray. Wherever you are, travel back to Eden. Back to Eden. Back to Eden. We've come to the holy hills of Zion. The spirit of just men made perfect is in our midst. Jesus is in our midst because we are gathered in his name. Oh, Rabaka Sierra Baba 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 Depression is taken away. The fashion of your countenance is changed. Your face is lightened as you look upon him. The eyes of the one that burns with fire. He clothes himself with fire. They call him in Yoruba, Alabadaina. I want marry the mysterious God. Boboro. He means the mighty God, wonder walking God. Agune Chamber. He defends our territory for us. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Be lifted up, poor ye gates. Be opened, ye ancient doors, and let the King of glory come. Let the King of glory come. The King of glory. 
We've not gathered unto any man. We've gathered unto Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We exalt you, God. Oh, be exalted. Be magnified, Jesus. Oh, be exalted. Somebody lift up a worship to the Lord in this place. Sing him a new song from your spirit. Yes, call on the name of Jesus, call on the name of Jesus. We love you. Lord, breathe on us. Breathe on us, God. A fresh wind, God. Breathe on us. Breathe on us, Jesus. King of kings, we magnify. Father, even at our very best, we are nothing without you, Jesus. We humble ourselves before you, God. We humble ourselves before you, God. give you a few more moments just to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his course with praise. Like David said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Jesus. Can I tell you this afternoon that it don't even matter how you feel. God is still worthy to be praised. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. worship you Jesus oh God be magnified oh God be magnified 
Let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Said I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. Come on, sing it, say. Say, take joy, my King. a few moments to worship him lift up a worship to him lift up your voices be exalted father in this place be exalted God be exalted God be exalted Jesus be exalted Jesus oh be exalted you reign oh God yes yes you reign, oh God. Oh, Jesus, be magnified. Oh, be magnified. Oh, be glorified. We make room for you, Jesus. We make room for you, Jesus. Oh, we speak miracle signs and wonders in this place. We speak miracle signs and wonders in this place. Oh, release miracle signs and wonders in this place. Oh, we make room for you. We make room for you. 
we make room for you. Right where you are, say, God, increase my capacity to receive from you. I won't come out of this place the same way I came in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we don't welcome you because you're already here. You're already here. So he's giving you an invitation to come. But it's up to you. You can come out of here the same way you came. Or you can say, Lord, I'm not coming out of here until you touch me. I just want you where you are just to raise your hands to him and say, Lord, breathe on me. Breathe on me, God. Let your posture be that of humility. Breathe on us, O God. As we worship you, Father, Breathe on us, O oh God. Oh, we join with all of heaven as we worship you, God. As we declare how great you are. How great you are, God. Say how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God and all will see how great, how great, how great is our God, is our God. Sing how great, how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God, is our God. and all will see how great, how great, how great is our God. How great is our God, say, how great is our God, is our God. Sing with me how See how great, how great, how great is our God. Come on, raise your voice all over this room. Say, How great is our God? How great is our God? See with me how great our God is our God, and all will see how great. Name above all names, 
He's the name of our whole name. Worthy of, worthy of our praise. And my heart will sing, and my heart will sing how great is our God. He's the name of our own name. Say. He's the name above all names. Worthy of, worthy of our praise. And my heart will sing, and my heart will sing. How great is our God. Oh, he's the name above all names. He's the name above all My heart will sing, and my, my heart, heart will sing. How great, how great is our God. God. Come on, let me hear you sing it loud. Say, He's the name above all names. Say, He's the name above all names. Worthy of, worthy of our praise. Come on, you can sing it louder than that. And my heart will sing how great is our God. Come on, he wants to hear your voice. He's the name above all names. He's the name above all names. Worthy of our praise. Worthy of our praise. And my heart will sing my heart will sing how great, how great is our God. Say how great is our God. How great is our God. Sing with me how
Sing and say Hosanna, say Hosanna. Lift it up, say Eda. Can we sing it one more time? Say, Hosanna, Hosanna, Let our King, let our King be lifted. Let our King be lifted. Let Him. Let our king be lifted. Oh, let our king be lifted. Let our king be lifted. Oh, son. 
the one who was the one who is the one who is to come let our king be lifted up let our king be lifted up high above everything high above everything high above everything you sit on the throne forever and ever let our king be lifted up we lift you up in this place oh we lift you up in this place <laughs> we lift you up above every sickness oh jesus we lift you up above depression yes lord let our king be lifted take your seat take your seat jesus oh take your seat jesus take your seat you say you inhabit the praises of your people you inhabit the praises of your people oh take your seat father we don't want to get too familiar with your presence we want deeper. We want more. We want more. <laughs> I wish somebody came to worship him. I, I wish somebody came to worship him. We want more. We want more. We want more. We want more of you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We want more, Jesus. Come on, take a hold of this moment. Take a hold of this moment. Yeah, we give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, we give you All my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am I will sing of the goodness of God all my life, all my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. Every breath that I am I will sing, I will sing 
of the goodness of God. Cause all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath, every breath that I will sing, I will sing of the goodness of God. Come on, sing it. Say, all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been faithful. Oh, my life. Oh, my life you have been so, so good with every breath. I will see of the goodness of the goodness because God is so good. God is so good. God is God. He's so God is so good. Oh, God, God he's so good. God is so good. God is so good. Oh, God is so good. God is so good. He's so, he's so, so good. So good. One more time, say, God is so good. Say, hey, God, God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. Oh, God, he's so good. sing of the goodness of, of the, the goodness, goodness of God. I will sing. I will sing of the goodness of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing. I will sing of the goodness of the goodness of God. Listen, I don't know about you. Maybe you've had a great life. Maybe you've never had any problems in your life. Maybe you've never had to deal with anything. Maybe God has not taken you from somewhere impossible. Maybe God has not turned your life around. But as for me, I will sing of the goodness. I will shout of the goodness of God, oh God. Because all my life, all my life, He has been faithful. You have done the impossible. You have done the impossible.
impossible. You have done the impossible. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing. I will sing of the goodness of God. Because when I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go back anymore. When I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go back anymore. Somebody say no, no. No, 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 no. No, I will never. I will never go back anymore. No, no. Somebody say no, 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 no. I will never go back, go back anymore. No, 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 I will I will never, I will never go back anymore. I will never go back, Jesus. I will never go back No amount of songs that we can sing, God, can truly express how amazing you are. No amount of words that we can say 
can truly express how awesome you are. What words can we possibly use to describe you, God? What song is it that can truly encapsulate how, how wondrous and how glorious you are, my God? Everybody vos ge pele vendi vrekosta pandi vazubande. Mreendos ge pele vezi ge mandos de balevonde brakosta fai. Mande brekose vendi bakosha pande. So we ask this afternoon, God, that you will accept our worship. Let it touch your heart, God. Let it move you. Zebrendo kapale vozi mandi vrakosha fire. Let it touch your heart, God. Let it move you. Amalavando brekose vendi riakosha fire. Remandoze kepande vrakosha fire. We worship you, God, in spirit and in truth. Come on, just for a couple more minutes. Can you just continue to press in the presence of the Lord? Can you just continue to allow that worship to flow from your heart? Can you take a moment to behold? Can you take a moment to behold this? God that you have been worshipping for the last 30 to 40 minutes. Take a moment, take a moment. And behold him in his beauty. And behold him in his splendor. Take a moment to behold him. Oh, how awesome you are, God. Ah, we exalt you in this place. We exalt you in this place, Abba. Malevende brekos dafande. Be exalted in this place, Yeshua. Be exalted, God. With our worship and with our praise, we build you a throne. And we ask that you will come and sit. Come and sit, Lord. Come and take your place. Mada goes the balevende. Come and take your place, God. We say, come, 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 Spirit of the Most High, and take your place. Mavlandos gepea. Come and take your place, God. Come, come and sit. Come and sit, God. Come and sit upon the throne. In our lives, God, come and sit upon the throne. In our church, God, come and sit upon the throne. In the nations of the earth, come and sit upon the throne. This afternoon, God, we're joining with believers around the world. We're joining with other churches around the world. And we build you a throne and we say, come, Lord. Be exalted. Be exalted. 
be exalted, O God. Manda bazovande brekojavande be exalted, be exalted. Mazige bendo vrekos da palevonde. Manda bajivande kezevrendus kapandoja. Mazige bende vrekos de bende vediakojavande. Be exalted, O God. Manda bazokapande. Alavazukapande riando javande. Be exalted, Yahweh. Mazopando javande. Be exalted in our church. Be exalted in the nations of this earth. Mazege bredos gapande vrekoji valapande riakosha. Ah, Father, we declare this afternoon that you are God of this universe. You are God of the nations. You are God over our churches. Come on, just for a couple more minutes. Can we exalt the name of Yahweh? Can we exalt the name of our God? Can we invite him to come and take his rightful place as God and as king in our lives, in our church, and in the nations of this earth? Mazike bando veke pazika pande vrekoja bande rabando kapazi vando bredoza mazi we lift up your name God we lift up your name maze bredoja we lift up your name God mazika bando bredoja pande rekoza talamande your word says that if I be lifted up mazike pande I will draw all men unto me Father we exalt your name this afternoon. We ask God that you will come and sit upon the throne. And rule and reign. Come and sit upon the throne, God. Come and sit upon the throne. Come and sit upon the throne. Come and sit upon the throne. Father, we pull down everything that has exalted itself against the knowledge of you in our lives, in our churches, and in the nations of this earth. God, we pull down everything that we have allowed to take your place in our lives, in our churches, and in the nations of this earth. We pull down, oh God, Mazeke Prendos, Tapande, Gebazuka Pandoja, Mandavazoke Prende. Come in just a couple more minutes. There is something taking place in the spirit right now. Mazivrenos, Tapande, Kazoka Pandoja. We pull down, God, everything, Mazoka Pande, that we have allowed to take your place. Mazoka Pande in our lives, in our churches, and in the nations of this earth. We say, Come, Lord, Mandavazoka we say come Lord we say come Lord and take your place we say come Lord and take your place we say come and take your place 
We join in with believers around the world right now. Father, I pray that even right now in this moment, let the spirit of prayer and intercession come upon us. As a people, Father, I pray, let the spirit of prayer and intercession, let it engulf us in this moment right now in the name of Jesus father I pray that you will open our eyes to see beyond the physical we build you a throne this afternoon God we build you a throne we say come Lord we say come Lord Manda Zokapandeya We say come Lord Amazopandosha We say come Lord Jesus Mazondeke We say come Lord Jesus Mazokapandeya Come and sit as King Mazokapandosha Come and sit as Lord Mazebrendosha Pandesaya Mandike Pendo Zependo Vrekosha Come and sit Mandobrakosha Pandeya Over your church God come and sit mande brekosha pandeya over your bride god come and sit mande brekosha we say come lord jesus come we say come lord jesus come come lord jesus come e brekosi vala bande brekosha panderi andoze tele bandosha le mozoko poreri ere boji kapavaze ke predoze tele bandosha come lord jesus come Come, Lord, come, Lord, come, 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 come. We say, come, we say, come, we say, come, we say, come, we say, come. We say, come, we say, come, we say, come, we say, come. We say, come, we say, come, we say, come, 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 Lord, come, come. Come, Lord, Mazeke Pandesha. Come to your church, God. Mazebredosha Pandeha. Come, 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 Lord, Mazebredosha Pande. Come to your church, God. Mazebredosha Pande. We say, come, 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 Lord, Mandebrekosha. Come, come to your church, God. Mazebredosha Pande. Come to the nations of the earth. Mazebredosha Pande. Mandebrekose. We make room for you, God. We say, come, come, come. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Malevede boji vala bandos ke pevri andosha. Zevrekose pende brekoji kapande vrekose pende riakosha tire. Eh, brakavande ze pende riakosha. Come, Lord, come, come. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. Mam brakos da pande brekoje vande brekoze pende. Reboze ve brekezi katalamande brekoja. Mande brekozi talamande jika pande brekoze. E brekezi vem brekoz da pande de reboja vande riakosha. Lamazoka pande riando zotoro roboshiande. Lemozotono roboshiande brekezi kapande de rebosha. Lamazotono roboshiande brekozi valamande. You know, just a couple more minutes and I'm going to transition the service, but just bear with me. You know, I believe that there is something that is taking place. 
in the nations of the earth. I believe that there is a stirring. It's very evident that there is a stirring. God is doing something. God is doing something in the church. God is doing something in the nations of the earth. And God has been speaking to me from Joel chapter 2. And I'm going to read it very quickly. We're going to pray for one or two minutes. And then we'll continue with the rest of the service. But just bear with me a couple more minutes. Joel chapter 2. I'm going to read from verse 12. And as I read this scripture, I don't want you to see it as just something that I'm just reading. I want you to hear the words from the scripture and see it as a call. As I read this chapter, I want you to see it as as a call. I want you to open your heart to allow God to begin to pull on the strings of your heart. As I read Joel chapter 2, I want you to see it as the trumpet being blown. therefore says the Lord turn to me with all your heart you know in Joel chapter 2 we're very quick to to go to the promise uh, in verse 28 which is the promise of the outpouring of the spirit of God where it says and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters will prophesy but we don't take the time to actually go to the verses before 20 before that particular verse but I want to read from verse 12 today so that we can actually see what verse 28 says and afterwards what actually came before it says now therefore says the Lord turn to me with all your heart with fasting with weeping and with mourning so rend your heart and not your garments return to the Lord your God for he is gracious and merciful slow to anger and of great kindness and he relents from doing harm who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God blow the trumpet in Zion consecrate a fast call a sacred assembly gather the people sanctify the congregation assemble the elders gather the children and nursing babes let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say and this is our prayer this is going to be our prayer for the next couple of minutes let them say spare your people oh God and do not give your heritage to reproach that the nation should rule over them why should they say among the people where is their God consecrate a fast call a sacred assembly gather the people sanctify the congregation assemble the elders gather the children and nursing babes let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room where the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say spare your people oh God I want us to pray this afternoon kingdom culture and
and I wanted to say, Father, in this season, gather the people. Father, in this season, let there be an assembling of the elders. Let there be an assembling of the congregation of your priests that minister unto you. Let there be a coming together of your bride and of your church in this hour. Let there be an assembling. Let there be a sacred assembly, not just in individual ministrations or churches, but God, let there be a coming together of churches. Let there be a coming together of ministers. Let there be a coming together of priests and bring us back to that place of weeping between the porch and the altar that we will cry out with one voice and say God spare your people spare this land spare this nation can we pray that for 60 seconds Father Father Father, I pray that in this hour and in this season uh, that you would bring us back as your priests, uh, that you would bring us back to that place uh, of weeping between the porch and the altar. Father, you are sounding an alarm in this hour. Father, I pray let our ears be open uh, to hark into the alarm. Father, I pray, let there be a gathering of your people. Let there be a gathering of your churches. Let there be a gathering of your priests. Let there be a gathering of your ministers. Let the prophets begin to come together. Let the evangelists begin to gather. Let the teachers begin to gather. Let the pastors begin to gather. Let the apostles begin to gather. Let your ministers begin to gather. Let the priests begin to gather. Let the burden of the Lord unify us in this hour, oh God. That we will put aside our selfish ambitions. That we will put aside, oh God, our individual ambitions. Let the burden of the Lord unify us in the name of Jesus. Let the burden of the Lord bring us together. Let there be a gathering of your ministers. Let there be a gathering of your priests, oh God. That we one voice will begin to cry out. With one voice we will bear the burden of the Lord. We will cry out and say spare the nations. We will cry out for mercy for it is after this. That your salvation and your deliverance will come. For it is after this that your salvation and your deliverance will come. bring us back to that place God where we weep between the porch and the altar let those who minister to you God your priests your priests, your priests in this hour, bring them back to that place of weeping between the porch and the altar. We pray that as we come together, God, you will be zealous again for this land. You will be zealous again for your church. You will be zealous again for your people.
hallelujah hallelujah father i pray that in this season as a house let the spirit of prayer and intercession come upon us revive us again god shake us out of our complacency shake us out of our lethargy let there be a, a rise of watchmen again in this hour oh father we give you praise we give you praise and we give you glory in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen and amen let's put our hands together for god Amen, amen, amen. Isn't God amazing? Isn't God good? There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. So we have, I'm not going to say who the person is, I'm going to let them just come so that you can be surprised. But we have an amazing person who will be bringing us the word this afternoon. But before we do that, um, we'll just like to take the offering. Um, which the details um, for you to do that should be coming up on your screens right now. So if you'd like to give, then please try and reference what it is that you are giving towards. If it's your tithe, please make sure that you reference it as your tithe. If it's your offering, please do that. If you're giving towards something in particular, like our Kenya orphanage or Kingdom Builders, then please reference it as that. And God bless you as you do so. So without any further ado, I would invite our minister for today, Pastor Tunji. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time, our God is good. It's good to be back on the pulpit preaching. Again, it's been a while. Missed you guys. It's good to come back and give you a word. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Kingdom Culture. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. God truly bless you. We're just going to stay in that atmosphere. You know, yesterday, me and my wife, me and Pastor Liz were out, and we got on the bus, and two guys came on, an American dad, and son, and they were preaching. I was like, oh wow, okay. Guys from America. And they said they come every three months to the UK to preach. I'm like, wow, okay, that's, that's serious. And it just got me thinking, I know you know, most of us know about the revival that's broke out in a university, Asbury in America, and is breaking out in other universities. But then seeing that yesterday just made me feel like, okay, God, do you really need to send someone from America to come every three months to the UK to come and speak a word or to bring revival on the streets and just be preaching to people? And I believe that revival definitely is breaking out. I know God is doing some amazing things here in the UK. But I believe that in this season, God is really, really going to break out. So I want everyone to press in, you know, for that and believe God that 
even here in the UK, we will see a revival like we've never seen before. Amen. Amen. Okay, I have a word for you today, and I pray that you will be blessed. Um, if you know the way I speak when I bring a word, I don't want to be too deep, even though I can be. Um, but I believe that in this season, there's some of us that are going through some things. And I believe that God wants you to know that now is the time to hope again. Now is the time to hope again. I know that this year is a year of government and governing and governance and all of these things. If you want to govern, if you want to take territory and you want to you know, have influence and impact and all these things, which is amazing. But if you've lost hope, you can't govern. If you've lost hope, you can't really fulfill the very thing that God has called you to. What is hope? Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for, for, for a particular thing to happen. So many of you are going through things right now. There are things that you're going through that you can't tell anyone about. That you could just tell God, you can only pray to God, you can't even share it with someone. Because it's that deep. Maybe you are like me who, times when looking for jobs, man, hey. <laughs> you be like, God, uh -uh. with all this serving that I'm serving you, can't find a job. And it used to be so painful because my friends would get jobs like that. They can leave one a week later, maybe maximum a month later, they got another one. But here I am sometimes a year, a year and a half. Sometimes it's been two years waiting to get a job. And you're like, what is going on? So maybe you're in that position where you've lost hope and you're like, God, what is going on or you're running a business and you're seeing okay let me say this guys you know so we, social media is great but don't believe everything you you see you know there are lots of people out you know oh, i'm making six figures or oh, i did six figures in one week or oh, i did seven figures in six months or whatever which is great but it can leave you depleted. The thing with hope is, if hope is the first step to faith, and if your faith is not solid, if your faith is not secured, when you go through things, it can really deter you from God. It can make you feel like, God, 
I just don't want you anymore. Like, I, I, I'm, I've had enough of this. So when you see things, you can rejoice with others. It, it may be true, it may not be true. You don't know because you've not been there. You, know, you were not there when, when whatever happened, happened. You know, but if you see someone say, okay, I've made six figures or my business is doing this or I got a promotion and all of these things, rejoice with them. But yes, you can still take stock and say, okay, God, I need a change. But don't get to the point where you lose hope. Life happens. Jesus said in John, I think it's 16, that in this world, tribulations will come. Things will always happen. There's, there's times where you're going to go through tests. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through problems. Being a Christian does not exempt you from life. I know sometimes there are you know, some preachers that will say everything is rosy when you come to Christ. But, my friend, it's not all. <laughs> it's not. I remember taking care of my mom for five years, a full-time carer, and there were pastors that were telling me that, ah, I thought you were a servant of God, why is your mom ill? Can't you lay hands on her and she should be able to get out that wheelchair and walk? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> You think I've not tried that? Life happens. It, things happen that will test you, that will make you f feel like God does not exist. But don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Why? Because hope is an, is, optim, is an optimistic state of mind that is based on an expectation of a positive outcome in regards to events and circumstances that happens in one's life or in the world. So circumstances will always come your way. But how do you bounce back from it? Don't lose hope. The Bible tells us in I think second um, Samuel's six about Mephibosheth. Even though it doesn't, it's not really about hope, hope, but this is someone, the son of Jonathan, that was in a place called Lodebar, a place that is just basically ridiculous. And he was forgotten until David said, is there someone in the house of Saul that I can favor? And a servant said, yes, there is. And they went to call him, and they brought him to the king. 
And the king told him that I am going to favor you for Jonathan's sake and your grandfather saw. And he said, let me read it. Okay, so, 2 Samuel chapter 9. Okay? Verse 7, Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belongs to your grandfather Saul. And you will always eat at my table. Verse 8. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? That is someone that was hopeless, that believed that nothing good can ever come out of him. Are you going through something right now that you believe that you can never ever overcome? Are you going through something right now that you believe God has just forgotten you, God has left you, and nothing is going to happen from this? Mephibosheth did not know that hope was coming through David. And I'm telling you today that hope is air. No matter what it is that you are going through, 2022 may have not been the year. 2023 may have not started the way that you may want it to start. Yes, we're only in February, but it doesn't matter. God can still bring hope. Mephibosheth thought that my life is over. This is it. This is where I'm going to be. But David came and snatched him from that place of Lodebar and brought him to sit at the king's table. There is hope. Come on, somebody, say there is hope. Type it, there is hope. Why? Because hope means to cherish a desire with anticipation. You must anticipate that something is about to happen. You must expect something with confidence that God can still do something. Why? Because hope is a living force that causes a believer to press on in life. It's a force that causes you to keep going no matter what the situation is. We've all been through things. We are all going through things. Don't think because pastors come up every Sunday to preach that they're not going through anything. They're going through things, but they come and they, they smile because they have hope in God. They have hope in God. Hope means believing when things look hopeless. You need to still believe 
when things look hopeless. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. The first step of faith is having hope. You've got to hope for it. So no matter whatever it is that you're going through, you're looking for a job, or you probably lost that job, you got sacked from a job, or you're, 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 waiting, to get you're waiting to get married because everyone around you is married. Me and my guys um, went away recently, just the fathers, which is good. So, guys, let's try and be doing this. So not just the ladies that could just be traveling and enjoying themselves. Guys, too, we need to go away. And we were talking. And there's two, peop two guys that weren't married. The rest of us were married and all fathers. And everyone, you know, oh, 15 years, 16 years, one of the men over 30 years in, married, in marriage. And, you know, when it came to me, I said, oh, five years. And I said, hey, guys, you have to understand this. You know, two of my best friends are here. And they've been married 10 years before me. 10 years before me. They got married at the time when I was taking care of my mom. So I was not working, nothing was going on. I was just at home as a full-time carer. But sometimes people will pressure you. And I had to tell myself that it doesn't matter because this one or that one has gotten married. So I'm just going to get married. It may feel hopeless that, oh, everyone around me is married, but there's still hope. Yours will come at the right time. If I had married any earlier than I probably did, <laughs> well, there was someone I was about to marry. And if I did that, I know by now I'll be divorced. So you have to know that there's hope, even when things may look like, for you, nothing's happening. Like, God, why, why is it always me? Why this, why that? There is a time for everything. But hope is around the corner. There's always hope. You need to find the place of hope within you. That's why Jesus is our anchor. You need to be able to have your anchor in him and know that because of Christ, I have hope. Because of him, I have hope. And there's something that is about to happen. You need to be able to expect a change. You need to be able to expect a change with whatever circumstance you're going through. Whatever it is, whatever it is, God can still bring a new thing around. 
Shall we read the book of Romans? Romans chapter 15 verse 4 for whatever was written in the former days were written for our instruction that through endurance and through encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope so when you feel like all hope is lost the word of God is there to bring hope because whatever was written in the scriptures in time past is there as an encouragement to you so that you can have hope that if God did it for them he can do it for you. Because whatever you're going through, someone else has gone through it and has overcome it. You're not the first person to go through what you're going through. You can link whatever situation you are going through to the scripture. There's something you're going through that can be linked to scripture that, that can provide hope for you. Do you understand what I'm talking about? There's something that you are going through right now that you can link to scripture that can give you hope. Because you're not the first person and you won't be the last to go through something in life there is hope for the hopeless what is it that you are going through right now what is that situation that is bringing you down that is making you say you can't even pray you can't fellowship with your brethren you can't read the scripture you can't do nothing just because every single you can't even sleep some of us are that hopeless that we can't sleep. When you get to bed, all you're thinking about is this situation. What is it that is causing you sleepless nights when you can open God? When you can open God? Psalms 42, 11. Psalms 42, 11. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Why are you cast down? Why is life beating you so much that you cannot find hope to even change whatever it is you're going through? Why are you cast down that you can't find hope 
to even want to praise God in advance. Praising him in advance of that change. David was going through things. His son trying to kill him. And all these things happening around him. The 17 men said they're going to stone him. They're going to kill him because they've lost family. They've lost this. They've lost that. And he had to say, hope in God again. I mean, go back to, I think it's Chronicles, when he now say that, um, you know, he had to rejoice in the Lord. He had to find that strength within him to be able to rejoice in God, even though he was going through circumstances. His wife just telling him to just, that one was just, I don't know what she was, she was just messing him about. But he had to find hope in God. You need to get to the place where you can find hope in God. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstance that you are going through right now, God has not left you. It may seem like it, it may look like it, because things are not moving at the pace that you may want them to go. It may feel like, God, why have you left me? What is going on? What is going on? Why have you left me? But God hasn't left you. So I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the deserts. It's only God that can do that. That can make a way where there seems to be no way. But you need to be able to find that hope within you. You need to summon up the strength to say this situation is not going to take me out. This situation is not going to take me out. I'm going to find hope in God. Jabez was someone that was going through some crazy things because the way he was born, how they named him, and he had to find hope and say, God, oh, that you will bless me indeed and you will enlarge my territory, enlarge my coast, change my situation. Yes, I may have been born as Jabez, but I can't remain there. Something must change. Job went through crazy things that none of us right now would definitely want to go through that. His wife said, curse God and die. His friends mocking him. Even he said, I've lost all hope in God. And he had to get to the point where he now understood that without God, he cannot even finish whatever he's going through. He needs, he needs God in order for him to live. So what are you going through now? Yes, I'm not going through it. We're all going through different things. But what are you going through that you cannot even find 
up. Church Swindle said this, hope is a wonderful gift from God, a source of strength and courage in the face of life's hardest trials. In the face of life's hardest trials, we need hope. You need hope to want to wake up the next day to live. Hope for tomorrow, not just today. But you need to find that hope in God. You need to find that hope in God. Because you are not the only one that's going through whatever it is you are going through. God is about to turn things around. But you just need to be able to hold on just a little bit longer. All hope is not lost. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel now because of your situation. Don't. Romans 4.18. I'm just going to read some scriptures. Romans 4. In hope, he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, so shall your offsprings be. Abraham had to have hope. What about you? He had to have hope. He hoped. We all need hope. Life is going to throw so many things your way. Don't think just because you're tongue-speaking, anointed, you pray, I don't know, maybe 12 hours a day and stuff, and you think life is not going to bring things your way. It will. It will. Life will test you. Life will test you. Abraham said they waited, waited and waited and waited. How long have you been waiting for things to change? Yes, we know God is a God of miracles and he can change things like that. Yes, he can. But in some circumstances where God wants to see, are you patient enough? Can I truly Place this thing that I want to give you on you. But let me see if you can wait. Or will you just run off? Just because you've not received it when you think you should. Can you still trust God 
in the midst of adversity. Can you still stay true to what God has called you to do, even when you're not seeing magnificent results? Because we look at others and, you know, oh, that church is doing this or this person is doing that and you're, you're just seeing this and you're seeing that and you're like, what about me? But can you still stay true to what God has called you to, even in the midst of adversity? Can you still stay in your lane? Can you still keep praying? Can you still keep fasting? Can you still keep worshiping? Worship is a great tool to help your hope. Can you still be in the midst of God's presence when things are not going your way? Can you still come into his presence? Or are you going to run away from his presence? Can you still say, God, like Esther, if I perish, I perish. Because that situation was hopeless. She knew that if God doesn't come through, that is it. Our man is going to have his way and we're done. But we're going to fast and pray. And if I perish, I perish just by going to the king. Can you still stay true? Can you find hope in you through Christ to say, I will stick this out no matter what. This situation is not going to kill me. God will give me the strength to go through. Because like I always say, you've got to go through to break through. If you don't go through things, you're not going to break through. Isaac dug wells and dug wells. They fought him, they fought him, they fought him until he got to the last one and became the breakthrough. Can you... Stay on, or are you going to drop off? Because you're not fit for the race if you look back. If you put your hand on the plow and you look back, you're not fit for the race. Can you still stay on? Can you still stay on? Can you still do what God has called you to do? even when you may not get 10,000 likes, 200 people live on Facebook or Instagram, would you still stay on? Would you still do what you've been called to do? I know things may be hard right now. Things may not be going your way. Some of you may be going through some things that I 
can't explain or I don't know nothing about, but God is saying there is hope. In a hopeless situation, there's still hope. There's still strength. There's still hope. You can still have faith that God will bring you out on the other side. God can still do something new. Oh, I will do a new thing. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Yes, 2023 may not have started the way you want, but he said, I will crown your year with my goodness and I will make your paths drip with abundance. So yes, it may not start well, but it doesn't mean it will not end well. But can you hold on to the end to be able to see your paths drip with abundance and to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? There is hope. There is hope. Job chapter 14. Verse 7. For there is hope for a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, hope again, and that its shoots will not cease, though its roots grow old in the earth, and its stumps die in the soul, yet at the scent of water it will bud and put out branches like a young plant. There is hope, even though your situation looks scary right now, but because of Jesus, something good can come out of that mess. Something great can come out of that mess. They said nothing good will come out of Nazareth, but Jesus did. Jesus did. Nothing good ever comes out of this or ever comes out of that. But because you have Jesus as your anchor, something great can come out of it. There is hope for a tree. Even though it be cut down, it can still sprout up again. Yes, you may have lost that job. That doesn't mean you can't be someone that employs 100 people. You may have been someone that got sacked, but it doesn't mean you can't start your own company. Am I talking to someone today? I don't even, am I talking to somebody today? There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. Just at the scent of water alone, the tree will bud. If you are in the right environment, things can shift. 
If you're in the right environment, hope can come alive in you again that will give you the courage and the confidence to just go at it one more time. You may feel discouraged. Some of you may be depressed right now just because of what you are going through. You may not be telling anyone about it, but some of you may be depressed. Some of you are depressed, whereby you're not sleeping properly, you're overthinking things just because of your situation. But hope is air. God is about to turn that situation around but you need to learn to cast your cares on him why because he cares for you because if you become hopeless then nothing is going to change you need to find that 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 place deep within you for hope to spring up for hope to spring up again so that you can go at life one more time. Don't let life knock you down. You need to knock life down, no matter whatever it is you're going through. No matter whatever it is you are going through, you need to go at it one more time. Just one more time. Just one more time. Why? Because God's got you. God's got you. Psalm 62, David says, For God alone, oh, my soul waits in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. It's only God that is our rock and our salvation and our hope is in him. When you put your hope in the wrong things, that's when life can knock you down. So many people commit suicide every year. Why? Because they lost hope. because they've lost hope. All they need was to probably try one more time. All they need was maybe to speak to somebody, but because they lost hope, they committed suicide. You need to find your hope in Christ again. Don't let your circumstances take you away from reaching out to him and even to those around you. Because something that someone can say could set you free. Just one thing can bring hope again in you. And it can, and it can spring up a life of living water to say, I am going at this again. Don't let life beat you down. Find hope again. Find hope. Again, the scripture we all know, Jeremiah 29, 11, that we know that, that God has plans for us. Plans of good and not of evil. 
plans to give you a future and a hope. So what you're going through right now does not determine where you're going to end up. Because the future that God has for you is bright. But because of your circumstances, you are clouded and you can't see what God has for you. But God has a brighter future. So your circumstances should not stop you from reaching out to him so that you can see that future. Hope again in him. Hope again in him. I know life may be tough. I know life may beat you down. I know life may may make you think that nobody cares. But he does care. But he wants you to have hope in him. He wants you to have hope in him. Cast your cares, cast your burdens onto Jesus for he cares for you. He loves you. He cares for you. But you need to put your hope in him. Put your hope on Jesus. Why? Because those that wait upon the Lord, Isaiah 40, 31, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall renew their strength or renew their hope. Other translations. But you need to learn to wait on him. in different circumstances. You can't just have hope when things are rosy, no. Because that hope is not really hope because things are all good. It's when things are going crazy that you need to find that hope by waiting on him so that you can renew your strength to be able to fly and soar. Today, God is bringing you hope. You need to expect something new to happen. Expect that situation to change. Expect something to shift. Find that hope within you to say, yes, God, I know that something is about to happen. This situation is not going to remain the same. Where you are right now is the lowest you'll ever be. Where you are right now is the lowest you'll ever be. But you need to have hope to know that there's a better tomorrow. There's a better tomorrow. 
There's something that God wants to do in you and through you. And what you're going through will not stop it. But you need to hope again. Hope again. Oh my soul, why are you downcast within me? Hope yet again in God. Hope yet again in God. Hope again, no matter what it is, hope again. Learn to praise him in the midst of your trouble. You need to learn to praise him in advance. And when you're going through stuff, don't let everybody know on your face. Learn to smile even when things are down. You don't always have to have a gloomy face. That when they look at you, ah, something has happened again. The same story again. No. Find hope to change your your countenance. Find hope to change your words. Because even what you say can make you lose hope. Find hope to dress well when you're going through circumstances. Don't dress like what you're going through. No, seriously, some people dress like what they're going through so you know they're going through something just by looking at their parents. You've got to look the part to be the part, as they say. Change your circle, change your words, change your appearance. Have hope that yes, I may be jobless now, but I'm getting a better job. Have hope to get, don't be at home praying, 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 but you have no hope to get up and even go out and look for a job. Let that hope spring up within you. Let that hope spring up within you. Let this be the year that you say hope is here. My situation cannot remain permanent. My situation cannot remain permanent. I remember an event that is in one of my old churches. Your case is urgent in London. I'm like, wow, this one is serious. So how will people have hope if every time their case is urgent in London? What case is urgent around you that you need God to fix? You need to have hope. You need to have hope. You need to have expectation. Anticipation. Expect with confidence that God is going to do something concerning you. Concerning you. 
There's something that is about to happen. This year, change is coming. Oh, come on. This year, change is coming to that situation. And you know, I know I play and I say, oh yeah, you know, this year these ladies are getting married, but by God's grace, they are getting married this year. Or they are meeting the person this year. God is about to do something that will blow your mind. God is about to shift you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Yet there's about to be an acceleration of things because of the hope that you have in him. But you've got to remain steadfast. You've got to remain in him. Let him be the anchor. Stay in tune, stay in touch with him. No more dilly-dallying, no more moving to the left or to the right, one foot in and one foot out. No, stay in him because our hope is in him. You've got to have your hope in Christ. You've got to have your hope in Christ. So today I want you to know that you can hope again. You can hope again. Because when you don't, Proverbs says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Where there's no hope, you've lost it. You've lost it. If you can't hope for a better tomorrow, if you can't hope for a change, that's it, you're gone. That's why people commit suicide. That's why people get depressed. Because they've lost all hope in everything. They have no anchor. See, those of you that want to get married, make sure you marry right too. Because when you marry right, you can have hope. Serious. If the person you're with is always belittling you, always telling you this or telling you that, you can't have any hope. But if the person you're with encourages you, makes you know that you're more than a conqueror, makes you know that, yes, God has designed you for me, no matter what we're going through right now, is not the end of us. Then you too can have hope for a better tomorrow. Because you're married to someone that brings you hope. And it's both ways, please. It's both ways. Marry right so that you can have hope when things are down. No hope, there's depression. You don't want to stay in that place of being depressed. 
You want to be able to find hope again. You want to be able to live. When you have hope, you're able to live. You're able to breathe again. You're able to, 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 to just get up and try something new. But when you've lost all hope, you don't even want to live. So you need to find your hope in God. So my prayer for you today is that God will give you the grace to find hope again. Despite whatever it is you're going through right now in life that you can't even tell someone that you're unable to utter because one, sometimes you may even feel ashamed. I pray that today you will find hope in God. And I pray that in this season, the God that does a new thing will do something new in your life. I pray that God will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts. It will cause favor to find you. Just like Esther, who was handpicked out of everyone in that pageant. He will cause favor to find you in this season. Hope again. Hope again. Because God has better. There's always more. Your situation is not your last bus stop. There's always the next stop. And I pray that in 2023, God will surprise you. God will surprise you in the name of Jesus. That circumstance, that situation that is bringing you down, that thing that is not making you lift your head. In this season, God will cause a turnaround. In the mighty name of Jesus. The God whose voice is like that of many waters will speak into every situation and cause a change will cause a shift to happen this year for many of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Those that look down on you because of your situation, this year will come back and say, if it had not been for God that was on your side, where would you be? They will come rejoicing with you, but not all of them will partake in the joy of what God has done. Let this be the year that you live with hope. Let this be the season 
that you put your anchor in Christ. Let him be your hope. Let him be your joy. This year, find joy in every situation, in all circumstances, that you will learn to praise him. You will learn to give him glory. You will learn to worship even in the midst of adversity because of hope. In the mighty name of Jesus, nothing will rock your boat that will take you away from the faith. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will stay true to that which God has called you to. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor and we give you adoration in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Somebody bless him. Amen. 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 Let's just put our hands together for God one more time. What an encouraging, encouraging word. Wow, God bless you, Pastor Tunji. That word was definitely for me. Hope again. Hope again. Hope again. Let's just stretch our hands towards Pastor Tunji and just say a word of prayer for him. You know, I, I personally can tell that that word came from a deep place. I can tell that that you know there's some there's some words that that you get you know you're just reading your bible and you just see a great word this is you know good material for teaching but there's some there's some things that are birthed from your own life experiences and from a deep place you know between you and god so i just want us to stretch our hands to pastor tunji Father, we just want to say thank you for your son. Thank you for his life. Thank you for your dealings with him in this season. Thank you for the transactions that are taking place. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for what you are teaching him. I thank you because you are using him as a reference point. You are using him as an example for what it means to cling to God. You are using him as an example for what it means to hold on to hope. Even in the face of adversity. You're using him as an example for what it means to cling to the word of God. And to continue to pursue you regardless of the trials and challenges that may come his way I thank you because you are about to reward his faithfulness I thank you because you are about to reward his dedication you're about to reward his consistency what has been taking place in private God you are about to reward him in public father we give you praise and we thank you for his life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Tunji. God bless you. Let's just put our hands together for God one more time. 
What an amazing service. What an amazing service. You know, I love, I love, I love uh, kingdom culture. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a part of this house, but one of the things that I appreciate about kingdom culture is how we prioritize the presence of God and how we prioritize the spirit of God and his move. You know, we don't restrict him. We let him do whatever it is that he wants to do. We're just stewards for what is happening here. And I love that. I love that. It's not something that we should take for granted. But yes, without um, any further ado, we have um, some announcements for you, which should be coming up on your screens right now. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on where you are in the world and what time you are listening to these announcements. My name's Carmen, and the first thing on the agenda that I'm going to tell you about is outreach and evangelism. So, on the last Sunday of every month, we evangelise in London, Nottingham City Centre and in Edinburgh. So if you would like to meet with us, please contact us and we can send you all the details necessary. Um, Royals, our children's ministry, meets every Sunday morning at 11am. So if you would like your child to learn about the principles of faith, then please reach out to them on kcroyals at kculture.org. Prayer watches continue daily with the aim of 24-7 prayer. It's open to anyone and everyone. So you can join us in prayer on Monday to Friday at 6.30 a.m., 12 p.m. and 7 p.m. And on Tuesdays, we also meet at 11 p.m. on Zoom or YouTube. That includes Fridays as well. So Tuesdays and Fridays we meet at 11 p.m. If you would like to join or partner with us, at prayer culture then you can do so via telegram or you can reach out to the team at prayerculture at kculture.org so we look forward to seeing you in prayer with us and please join us at our next general assembly on the 5th of march so please stay tuned as the details will follow soon and please see the given details which will be found in the description of the video. So don't forget to reference specifically what you are giving towards, whether this is Kingdom Builders, the Kenya Orphanage, the Minister Support Fund, your tithe and offering, please clearly outline what you are giving towards. And we thank you so much for giving towards these causes as well. And honestly, just thank you for joining us this week. It's been lovely to meet with you, to engage with you. And I really do hope you've had a lovely service. So after service, stay around, talk, chat, get to know people. If you're new, welcome. Please reach out to us. We would love to get to know you more. So thank you very much. Take care and see you soon. Bye. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carmen. Well done. Those announcements were amazing, sharp, efficient, straight to the point. I just want to um, sort of emphasize, I feel like let's emphasize on that last point that Carmen made to say, if you are new, uh, maybe if you just tune into our services online, you stumbled across it um, and you'd like to just get to know more about who we are as a church and as a family, then please reach out um, to our team at contact at kculture.org. Or if maybe you're a new convert, you're a new believer and you've just been searching like online and you stumbled across our videos as well and you just like some more 
you know, like discipleship. Um, you like a place where you can just grow, where somebody can teach you more about the faith and the foundations of our faith and things like that. Then again, please reach out to, to us. We'd love to, you know, contribute to your growth and what God is doing in your life. And um, yeah, God bless you as you do that. So let's just rise wherever we are as we close the service. And I want you to just turn to the person next to you and just say hope again. Come on, look into their eyes, look into their eyeballs and tell them, brother, sister, say hope again. God is not done with you. God is not done with that situation. He's coming through. So hope again. All right, and then just share the grace with them. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your lives and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you all. Amen.
that God is good, I am grateful. Hey, yeah. Say, no guilt, no shame. What the Lord has done. Our favorite part is I'm returned to his Hey, hey, hey. I am grateful. Jesus, hey. No guilt, no shame. Yeah. Look what the Lord has done. Yeah. Hey. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. This is my song, let me hear you say, yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, we thank you. This is my song, this is my song, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Jesus is my soul. 